This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll Podcast. Check out this record. My name is Frank, and with me is my good buddy that I will be shortly getting into this car with and going to a very mysterious place, Mark. Hey, Frank. Hey there, listeners. Almost didn't see you sitting in the back of Frank's old Rambler. That (laughs) pillow uh, will do you more good under your butt uh, with the way Frank drives and this record. Get those headphones in and pull up a podcast uh, and pull up this podcast that you're already listening to right now mm-hmm. on um, on a Frank, what you call it? Uh, tell them where they can find it. <laughs> of course, man. You can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, and you can see these wonderful faces on YouTube, my friend. That's right. Uh, Frank, don't forget to tell these nice folks that uh, new episodes drop each and every Friday-ish uh, mm. for their listening pleasures and what's not <laughs> and of course if you're hearing us the first time you're probably not annoyed with us so uh you know check out one of our uh, past reviews and then you'll get annoyed so we review ah. records we go track by track we have lots of musical discussions spotlight episodes which might even mean some mysteries Ooh. and we only scratch the surface mark and we're just getting warm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frank wrote baby like 12 places in the script and said, none of uh, yeah, so sorry. Yeah. I loved all this baby talk. I was hoping to hear a little more. Well, Anyways, I am a if baby. you're hearing us for the first time, uh, that's what Frank just read. Okay. So definitely <laughs> be sure to check out our verse series where Frank and I will duke it out on behalf of two bands or whatever, all in the name of the one true truth of the universe. I speak of course of a total stereo man beautiful thank you beautiful yeah <laughs> you breath mints or anything <laughs> i probably do <laughs> while you're checking us out be sure to uh, go over to our instagram and our facebook group hopefully these episodes will leave you wanting more of our musical goodness and marks well you know it's mark everyone uh-huh so if you have a record you want us to check out, drop a comment wherever you find this while you're at it. Subscribe, like, rate, review. So I say this, Mark, all are welcome in. That's powerful, right? All. No, all. <laughs> are welcomed in. Well, into where, right? right? Well, Mark, I'm talking about this mysterious place called mm. Maricopa. And oh. this is the first of three consecutive concept records by Damien Gerardo. Now, Mark, I gave you this record last week. Boom. Early thoughts. Tell me. I, I think we have to talk about this cover. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, when we're talking uh, early thoughts on this, what would appear to be like almost an astronaut caught in some sort of a daze, uh, what would feel like moments before takeoff, just based on this imagery. Uh, I'm in. Uh, that said, I, I love how Damien Gerardo creates this haunting, hypnotic sound cloud of smoke uh, and dares you really to enter, really quite like lures you in very seductively uh, mm-hmm. at your own risk, I might add, Frank. Wow. I like it. So, well, let's, <laughs> Mark, let's talk about how we get to, to Maricopa, right? So it's a left after the McDonald's. Oh, OK. Yeah. All right. So it's hidden, though, kind of like a hidden left. 
Well, like, no, it's just you get to the McDonald's and then you turn left. Oh, yeah, that's, it's right that's, there. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. <laughs> well, Mark, believe it or not, Damien Gerardo actually has been around since the mid 90s. Okay. That, that's right. Like, he's a veteran of the music scene uh, based in Seattle. He developed uh-huh. a local cult following that caught the attention of Sunny Day real estate singer uh, Jeremy Inick. Um, he was signed to Sub Pop Records. Yes, the same Sub Pop, right? That's mm. you know all those grunge bands, in- including um, Nirvana's first label. Uh, from '97 to 2012, he released ten albums. Ten wow. albums. Uh, yeah. Now back up two years to 2010, and Gerardo's album Saint Bartlett uh, was released. Now, why is this important? Well, it was the first album produced by the late Richard Shift of the band, The Shins, and he was instrumental with the directional change musically for Gerardo's music. For mm-hmm. the most part, the previous records were just Gerardo on an acoustic guitar. Now, uh, we still have the folk, but we have expanded into a universe filled with just infinite influences and soundscapes. Um, Maricopa, the album, is a mm-hmm. story of a man who disappears from society and he takes nothing with him except a couple hundred bucks and stumbles upon this place called Maricopa where he discovers a lot about who he is. And when he leaves the place, he gets into a car accident. So Mark, yeah, with that said, shall we get into this record? My good man, I believe I am ready to go. Oh, wow. I don't know where that came from. I just said this. Okay. I like it. I like it. Track one, Mark. Nothing is the news. Clocking in at over five minutes, we can see exactly where this is going musically, right? Its intent is to put you in a space, a space that will be temporary because we we want out of it per the the content, right? The, mm-hmm. the arrangements act almost as like the mind's disorientation while trying to sort it all out. Uh, we, we get some great guitar work here, Mark, and it's kind of a throwback while keeping it all modern. Uh, Mark, do you feel that this track set things up for this journey we're about to embark on? Oh, absolutely. This is that that sonic kind of smoke screen I mentioned earlier. The arrangement is cool, is a cool mix of ethereal tones and sci-fi laser blasters uh, and radio waves with all this uh, amazing Pink Floyd-esque underrated guitar hero heroism jam kind of perfectly setting things up for this journey, Frank. Um, it's great uh, entry into a place we call Maricopa. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, ne- next is track two, which is Life Away from the Garden. Uh, so w- we know there is an escape, and now it's um, the reflection of what was just left. The garden, right? The location where life occurs, and there's conflict. Uh, I-, I feel the doubt in these past that we could, that we feel uh, we create a betterment, and one realizes it may not be for us, and then, li- and then leaving is that sense of, of, of freedom, which we're hearing in the song. Uh, the back of vocals really do a good job, too, delivering a desperate feel to the tune. Uh, so, Mark, are you going away from the garden anytime soon? Uh, Frank, I, I have strayed from the garden quite some time ago. Uh, <laughs> we get notes of the Mad Hatter's tea party here uh, to me, Frank. Just really uh, that wonder and terror of these new places, sights, uh, and, of course, sounds. Uh, it's terribly exciting. I can't wait to continue further down this rabbit hole. It's just mm. so cool. Love, love the references there, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> so track three, Mark, the title track, Maricopa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what a subdued and uh, sobering tune this is. Uh, like an earthy feeling right, with references of soil, sky, rain, meadows, wind, and, sto- and stone. Uh, and that, yeah, stone. Stone. And that overtaking feeling, uh, the freedom uh, is then realized uh, that indeed all 
are welcome in. Uh, so, Mark, are, are you now traveling to Maricopa anytime soon? You know, Frank, I'm starting to think that uh, there's a Maricopa in all of us. Mm. Uh, you mentioned how subdued and sobering this song is, and I agree. Uh, I would also like to uh, alliterate and add a subtle. Uh, one of yes. the reasons this song works so well is uh, that while there is an assortment of instruments and sounds, they're all being played well, but to the instrument's softer strengths, uh, which gives the, the song a richer uh, but softer tone and texture uh, as the album continues to unfold. Uh, really remarkable. Sonically, uh, Maricopa is about the harmony of this place, not too unlike ours, but clearly not the same. Right. Really, really wonderful storytelling and creation of this world here. Yeah, for sure. And you know, speaking of world, so this time next year is our track number four, and I get this world music feel from this tune, and it makes sense on a record like this, right? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that our character is going through that self-discovery inside of Maricopa here, um, and this musically steady tune, it, it's it, it, like it's it's hard to give the listeners something to separate what's going on, but I think Gerardo delivers that here because he's accenting these points in the songs that are vital plot points. Uh, in the story. So, uh, Mark, what do you what what do you say about track four here this time next year? You know, this song sounds like a woman dancing alone to an old, sad country song in a jukebox in an otherwise empty bar, waiting. I don't know for the aliens to come back and take mm. her away, just to finish her drink uh, as the sun comes up and she goes home alone. Uh, that's just what I heard in my brain, and I got to tell you, Frank, I loved it. I love the way he creates these worlds and these atmospheres that are a little ambiguous, but all simultaneously structured together. Yeah, really cool, really interesting. Obviously, my interpretation of the song is not literal. Um, I just had a really good time with this and really allowed myself to escape into it. And that's really what I picked out of this. Really fa fascinating stuff, right? Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, we could listen to this and and there's a universe and then we just created another universe in our world with it, with you yeah. know, in our head, which is, which is really cool. Um, track five, real to real. That's R E E L. Uh, in this song, it's revealed our character is a musician and a songwriter who, who faked their suicide basically and disappeared from the spotlight or, or something similar to that. I, you know, it could be slightly off here, uh, depending on your age. Some people may be thinking of Eddie and the cruisers here, uh, perhaps. Um, but listen, this track really moves the plot forward and begs the question if Gerardo perhaps felt this way about his own career. Uh, and also is, you know, if there is a car accident, is this where it occurs? Mark your thoughts. I don't know, man. I, I think the accident already happened. Mm -hmm. um this felt like he's reliving all of those ghosts on tape from behind a tragedy we, we just can't kind of see what it is yet um so check out these lyrics frank yeah uh, you may be onto something you don't know i read in it i read it in the tabloids at a truck stop in a thunderstorm you know and i love that he ends the you know with a question mark right yeah gerardo kills it with his ability to weave these stunning lyrics together and paint this vivid picture of as you said frank perhaps his own career kind of haunting him yeah i i love this and like i said i i love the idea that we're we're talking about a concept album about an artist escaping and then that artist gets in trouble right in right. car accident in this case but he's leaving it to us to decide was this when he had the car accident? Was it before the accident? Is this after the accident? How is it unfolding? And it's it's left to the listener to discover 
what has happened in Maricopa if Maricopa is not part of them. I just, I dig it. Yeah, so I like that too a lot, actually, yeah. the way you described it. Thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. In fact, we're done now. No, I'm kidding. Okay, that's, that's the episode, folks. We appreciate you listening to the end. Say it with me now. Uh, track six. Working titles, right. Um, this tune is actually what you would expect listening to the previous 10 Gerardo records. Oh. Um, uh, the messing up my life in a poem, the divorce by the time we get to the course, uh, the jabs at the journalist, love it. Uh, is, is this their narrative after the car accident? And then our character's narration of that? Um, you know, Mark at track six, I think you are hanging in there, right, buddy? Oh, I'm here for it, dude. Uh, this manic ride of how we, we railroad, uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me, this manic ride of how he was railroaded, but still wants to know how she is because, of course, there's still something there. This kind of relationship that's gone bad, but he's he's still trying to be part, you know, kind of that sweet but tragic feel. Um, I really adore this song. His folk storytelling is on mm. point, but this rich soundscape takes him light years uh from the coffee shop you'd expect to hear his voice out of yeah totally yeah and and speaking of light years track seven everyone is a star uh oh. star right illuminating light uh presumably the light has faded for our character due to the accident uh asleep in the blue is that a coma are we diving into a deeper state of subconsciousness subconsciousness here mark um first of all two questions do you think i'm a star and do you like the song Oh, buddy, you're, you're always a star to me. Yeah, I, um, I knew the answer to that one. For me, <laughs> I think uh, I get that our character here has realized that, that while he has something special, uh, so is so, so does everyone. And that it doesn't mean he's not special. It means that that we're all kind of special. And it, it realizes that he is amongst the stars as opposed to looking at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's just me wanting this to be a happy story. <laughs> but the, the more I think about the way you phrase the question and I, I, re- I listen to the song, I couldn't help but wonder if maybe he's, he's ventured out of Maricopa mm-hmm. and thrown himself into the sea. Oh, uh, you know, asleep in the blue kind of thing. Oh, I don't know. It, it was just one of those things. I love that you can take this and the kind of the map for this story goes in any direction your imagination will let it, provided you pick up enough of the pieces uh, that Gerardo's left for you. It's, it's just so cool. And it's funny you mentioned C because real quick, and this is totally mm-hmm. on the spot. I think, uh, I think, I thought one of I thought one of his tracks on the follow ups had something to do with the C. I, I I'll have to. Mm research that real quick but i was like oh then that would make com- kind of complete sense of, w- of what you just said um all right i'll, I'll check that out later hey guys but, enjoy experiencing mu- music with frank and i yes uh, anytime <laughs> anytime guys drag gate uh so on nevada uh, mm-hmm. i like the underlining aggravation here as mm-hmm. i think we're seeing like the hospital visitations by people he knows like kind of annoying him a little bit at least that's why i I got from it. Um, you know, are these people he knew previously? Are these people he met in Maricopa? Are, are there even people in Maricopa? Uh, Mark, what, what, what can you make from this here? Yeah, I don't know. Um, if I had to guess at it, I think these are real people bumping into him while he's daydreaming about Maricopa from his hospital bed. Mm. Uh, I feel like this song is always being played uh, by a couple of lonely cowboys in a roadhouse somewhere oh, yeah. 
off a lonely hot highway just perpetually somebody is always playing this song um it's just got a lovely melancholy about it that i feel like sad cowboys would be the best for. Uh, um i find it terribly endearing and, and just love this track um so good yeah. so mm-hmm. good uh, another track that I feel is so good is track nine, Museum of Flight. Uh, mm. Probably my favorite on on the record. It, wow. It's a touching tale of what appears to be our jaded character finding love uh, or solace. Um, was love the answer for this character um, all along, right? Uh, whatever the case is, the package delivered here is beautiful, and it's a touching tune in a way. And this is how I like my uh, love songs to be. Uh, so, Mark, are, are, are you taking flight here? Yeah, surprisingly, this song reminds me uh, the least of flying or floating so far on the album. Mm. But that aside, it's an amazing track. Uh Um, Gerardo's folk muscles flex so easily for him uh, in the song's opening. And maybe this is because I just listen to that tom petty yeah uh, or tom petty but it's it's got that mid 80s kind of rock pop sound and yes you just start to float a little bit again as you get into that first chorus uh this would be an amazing this would be amazing to hear in a roller rink i, I just love this song oh, it just has such it. a great energy to it uh, i really love how soft they make this without it bl- uh excuse me without it blending into any of the other songs and acting this film. yes really great track cool that's awesome yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome well track obviously there's the deluxe vision uh edition but we're just doing the 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 10 proper tracks so the last track is mountains still asleep great imagery to end the album uh the discovery that no matter uh, what we endure we are a mountain uh, that's waiting to be awakened great positive message uh to wrap up this somber record mark what about you yeah i like that this is the album's closing number but what i really uh feel like to me is the final theme of the album uh the subtle and subdued current uh, of the album finally kind of meets the river here uh, as Gerardo does just as Frank suggested and paints us the sun coming down on this beautiful album. Uh, I love the final lines. Um, here they are, Frank. Uh, and when we cross the line, we become defined broken sound feeding back. Oh, just such a cool way to love end it. the album. Love it. Please. Love and it. thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Totally. Well, I mean, Mark, your, your, your final thoughts, because, you know, uh, I, I've been on this guy for a while, but this is my, fir- you know, my first attempt at giving you an introduction to him. So what's your thoughts here? Yeah, absolutely. You know, concept albums are terribly difficult to pull off. And while Damien Gerardo didn't spell out every theme and act, uh, the feeling needed to pull it off were more than enough to give you a a rich tapestry of story to decipher for yourself. Uh, I was absolutely blown away by the full band's effort, the production, songwriting, Mm. uh, and the balls to try to pull off this uh, something this ambitious and cool. Uh, I really dig this album. I gave it an 8.9 out of 10. Uh, This is one I really like uh, to set the mood and for... uh, love just getting lost in i I absolutely i put these headphones on and just had a blast getting lost in this record i highly recommend it check out this record i'm gonna buy it as soon as i can find it in a record store frank yes all right so five years ago i was absolutely obsessed with gerardo i mean every day i would listen to one of his records and it's just been a while since i had proper time to do so so Mm -hmm. it was nice to come back uh, as it's been some time i'm still thoroughly impressed 
now as I was then. Uh, to do this on your 10th record, to me, means that you actually care about the quality of the product that comes out. And of course, us as consumers, and we could see that authenticity, uh, the songs, the universe, the atmosphere, the disappearing discovery, heartbreak, and the hope, they're all tackled here, all tackled here. And his voice mimics, like I said, that desperation uh, we're witnessing. I, I love this trilogy. I love that this is the starting point. Uh, I give it eight and a half out of 10. Uh, you know, very similar to, to your rankings, of course, Mark. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's Maricopa, everyone, which is which is awesome. I'm so happy Mark loved it. Yeah, fantastic record. Yeah. You well, want to play a game? Yeah, we're going to play a little game here, Mark. This is You're going to probably get a lot of these, but I figured it was fun, you know, since we're kind of talking about mysterious places. or We're, we're going to do the... Um the episode guide game to fantasy island now right but, oh duh where i have to guess all the special character all the <laughs> guest appearances by characters on fantasy island right <laughs> well, no this is actually a greek mythology oh! quiz. a greek mythology quiz i was gonna give you i watched all that fantasy island for, for nothing? nothing yep nope it's a greek mythology quiz that uh my oldest daughter who's into greek mythology is now oh. gonna now kidding <laughs> oh did you think that was real <laughs> i mean I, dude I, look ladies and gentlemen at home Nobody loves being Greek more than Frank. That, that's true. Nobody loves being half Greek more than Frank. Thank you. Yeah, the half He Greek. also loves being half Italian. Yes. He loves being half Greek, half Italian. Yes. So Thank I you. assumed that this was like a real thing <laughs> that you could do this to me. I've thought about the Greek mythology, but it's like it doesn't, there's no correlation at all to, to this. So, <laughs> so this is actually called, I, I just called mm -hmm. this game. And like I said, you'll probably get most of these and there's not many, but it's called Francesco because that's my real name. Francesco's fun, fictitious, fabled game. Oh, I'm into it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, you're into it. And it probably doesn't even make sense based on the content. But anyway, so Maricopa, it's a, mm -hmm. right? It's a place talked about in a song, right? So what other songs are out there that have these mys mysterious or mythical places? You know, let me kind of state some facts of these songs, Mark, and then let's see if you could guess who these are, right? Okay. And some of them are going to be easy, uh, but, but it'll be fun, okay? Sure. So, listen, this one was a huge hit in 1988. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it talks, <laughs> you're going to get this one. It's easy, but it talks of a tropical island, right? Mm -hmm. could, could be somewhere off the, the Florida Keys, right? Kokomo? Yes. All right. Ah! <laughs> okay. I was really worried about this. Wait, Kokomo's not real? No. Oh, oh I know. It's this, it's the special place between Aruba, Jamaica, you know, who I want to take you, Bermuda. Bahamas. Martinique's mentioned. Haiti's mentioned. Um, you know, so there's actually, you know, there's not a place Kokomo in that Caribbean area. Um, huh. Yeah. So there you go. I All know. right. I know. That was Kokomo. All right. So this next one, this, <laughs> this was uh, um, kind of big in the, the late 70s, early 80s, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then there was a, I think, a remake in the early '80s uh, by, oh okay, yeah, by, by a man, um, you know, by a man, no, no, by a band. I'm sorry, by a oh, band. Uh, and they had the more key, helpful the guitar in the in the video uh, was initially a, a disco themed song. Uh, there's a vagueness about the place that they're going to here. Um, it, it could be a, a, just a metaphorical city and not necessarily uh, New York, which is where most people thought it was. Um, but I'll give you a hint. It's a town. It's a town. It's a town. That's not New York. Right. It was a hit in the seventies and again in the early eighties. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Is it jungle land? I don't know. It's, it couldn't be jungle. I don't know. <laughs> Got to make a move to a town. That's right for me. 
Town to keep me moving, keep me grooving with some energy. Nothing. I got no idea. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Are we going yeah. to the car wash? No, we're going to the car wash. Town. Oh, funky town. town. <laughs> <Going> oh, funky town. Oh, I get you New York. Okay. I know. I know. It's all right, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So uh, this band, uh, one of their first uh, singles, um, mm-hmm. it talks about them taking a, a train. So they're departing by train to, to, train. This, to this place, right? Um, you know, the, the narrator is um, possibly could, could be going to the military. Think 60s, Mark. Uh, so they're... 60s military. Um, train. Train. They had a TV show. They had a TV show. Yeah. I don't remember Bob Newhart having a <laughs> song about a town that doesn't exist. Um, oh, and RIP to the guy from Newhart who passed away, by the way. But, oh, yeah. Is, no. is this uh, the, the MASH theme? I don't know. No. What is it? I'm, I'm so lost. So it's Last Train to Clarksville by the Monkees. Oh. Ain't the last okay. train to Clarksville. All right. All right. All right. All right. So this next one's easy, Mark. Although this is a place that's actually um, in in um, Jackson. No, no, there you go. <laughs> Not its full name, but part of this okay. name. There's actually a place in Italy, uh, Panama, Spain, and Venezuela. Um, it, you might you might have seen this in your travels because it's a name of a restaurant chain, Mark. But people are are going to this place based on the song, right? They're, they're looking for their no. They're looking for the lost shaker of salt. So, oh, Margaritaville! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there oh, you go. I, yeah, this is a tough game, dude. Sorry, you got two more. Okay. Yeah, all right, give me two more. <laughs> all right, in '88, this is a smash hit about going mm-hmm. uh, to a, a <laughs> to a city, right? Mm-hmm. They're being taken down. And and there's supposed to be you know green paradise there. Theme. There you go. All right. Yeah, you got me. The taken down. I got. I got <laughs> there I got you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So last is a 1963 song. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's about a little boy, right? Okay. And uh, a, a friend, supposedly, although obviously there's references that is really at the end of the day about something else. It's kind of turned into a whole universe with books and animated shorts. Uh, it's a little boy who grows too old for his childhood friend, right? And then the friend ends up then finding Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, no, I wish it was Calvin and Hobbes. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, two friends, um, but it's right. about a city or it's like named after a city? No, it's Fake a place. City. There's a place that's place. mentioned that they're going into. The place is, I'll tell you, the place is called Hanali. <sighs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I know this. Mm-hmm. Blowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, mm-hmm. it? There's a me first in the gimme gimme's covers of this, right? Is there? I don't know. Okay, I give up. Just tell me what it is, because puff the magic oh! dragon. Right, he's going to Hanali. Yeah. I just I assumed that was a real place too. <laughs> I assumed like somewhere in the Asian Pacific. It's about a boy and his magical dragon, Mark. <laughs> all right that's what they say or, where would hanali even be uh, yeah yeah exactly luckily that that was an ad that just popped up on that site <laughs> uh-huh. well mark that was the game you did very well just so you know Th- thank you you did very well and Excellent. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm glad I was able to somehow you know, find it. What I find is that when you don't keep score, I do way better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I have no score except for that you did very well, Mark. <laughs> Excellent. I love this game. I love this game. Well, um, you want to. Yeah, you want to tell the fine folks what we're doing in next week? Yes. Because that means another game. Oh. Our little Jeopardy, you know how this game works. Uh, we've got some new stuff. We've got some old stuff. Oh, man. Um, let's see uh, what category Frank will pick for next week. <clears throat> I'm sure I'll pick one of them. Uh, I mean, theoretically, that's the way this is going to go. Uh, <laughs> so category one, meanwhile, in the 90s. Mm. Uh, category two is going to be, um, uh-oh, I wrote it down. Where is it? Uh, even cowgirls. Ah, I did that wrong. Even Vikings get the blues. Uh, you probably got that reference now. Oh. Yeah. Um, category three is babes. <laughs> and um, I know I, I love the name of that one, too. Um Albums, people really think we should know, but we don't. But we don't. Yeah, sorry, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm gonna go with. Blah, 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 blah. Oh! Guess what, dude? <laughs> What's that? You hit a spotlight episode. Did I really? You did. Oh, what do we got? In babes, <laughs> we have a twofer. You see, uh, I love a twofer. In 1981, mm-hmm. this artist, one artist, released two albums her debut and a smash follow-up can you guess who it is or which albums we'll be doing oh because it's so that's why it's a spotlight because we got some we got two records here uh-huh hmm have a couple more hints maybe uh let me see here let me see what i wrote down for hints here uh, um so they released two records this year in 1981, they, they released two albums. The first released in January was actually a re-release. And then in November, the second one came out. Um, okay, here's, here's clue one. The first, which was actually released uh, the year before on their own label before re-releasing with their major label debut, Broadway Boardwalk Records. I can't read my own handwriting. I'm sorry. <laughs> boardwalk boardwalk it was boardwalk records yes boardwalk records mm. so it's a band or is it a, an artist because you you mentioned she it's so an artist and her band it's an artist and her band that's a pretty big clue yeah 1981 artist, you got 1981 oh my god oh gosh i'm the worst at these i mean like i just i never get anything right at all um you ready? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, hold on. Joan Jett. It's Joan Jett in the Black yeah, Arts. Yeah, so, uh, so Joan Jett's first album, which is the debut album, self-titled. Uh, and then Bad Reputation is so, the second album. So the first one was actually released the year before. Is that correct? It was actually originally released on her own uh, record label. And then she re-released it in January of 81 on boardwalk which was a major label i believe they're owned by geffen i'll have that information next week or not right. geffen, um one of the other who knows look they're all bullshit shell companies okay it was yeah. a major label um and then <laughs> by the end of the year they had the second album done and released and the second so, album is the second album 
is bad reputation. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so it's a spotlight episode because we'll be talking about episode. kind of them during that period. And yeah, we're talking about we're... Joan Jett and the Blackhearts and how they kind of got started and what separated Joan Jett uh, and why these two albums happening in 1981 was important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right, man. Well, that that sounds awesome to me. Cool. cool. I'm stoked that you're into it. Cool. <laughs> two thumbs up. Right. Two it's gonna be a good up. time. So I listen. Hope so. I I know so. I know so. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone, for joining, listening. Remember, like, subscribe, rate, review, listen to Maricopa, and be safe. Yeah, that's right. Hey, listen, we really appreciate you making it all the way to the end of the episode. I look like a reindeer. Um, as always, uh, we really appreciate it. Stay safe out there. That's really important. That's Frank's number one. Yeah, that's my number one is make sure you eat enough hot dogs and listen to enough records. Oh, well, yeah, that's Uh, my number two. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you guys would be so kind, it would really mean the world to me if you'd say it with me now. Mm. Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bye bye. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 